0: Welcome to Forget the Norm, the podcast that will help you let go of society's outdated timelines. I'm Sophia. Are you ready for a chat? Hey there, and welcome back to episode 8 of Forget the Norm. Today's episode is called We're All F'd Up, Go to Therapy, and I wanted to share a little bit of my experience with therapy and help sort of normalize the whole therapy thing because, I mean, even right now in 2021, going to therapy has been pretty normalized, at least from the experiences I've seen with my friends and some of my family members even from older generations. But it's still a very iffy topic for a lot of reasons, and it isn't just related to stigmas, but also the fact that therapy can be very expensive. And this is something that you don't hear a lot of people talking about because, you know, maybe a lot of your friends or someone you know goes to therapy and they're all, always talking about how beneficial it's been and how great. And maybe you can't afford it no matter how many times you've looked around and tried to find an affordable therapist. Maybe you just have not found a therapist that you clicked with yet. So, A couple of things that I wanted to address. And I'm going to start off this episode by sharing with you my personal experience with therapy. For those of you who don't know, I have a generalized anxiety disorder. Um, And that sounds really scary, but, and it is. (laughs) Let me just, let me not, you know, minimize it. It's very scary. But essentially, what it is is that I worry more than other people in ways that sometimes become detrimental to me but also hindering. Um, Some people have social anxiety for example and being in a social environment makes them extremely you know nervous and uncomfortable. For me it's not that I'm actually considered very high functioning for someone with a generalized anxiety disorder and this looks different for everybody. My biggest issue is panic attacks. I had my first panic attack in 2015 I believe and I was actually at a scary movie with my now ex and his sister. And I started having what I can only describe as uh, heart attack feelings. Like I felt like my heart was not doing what it was supposed to. I felt like tingling in my left arm. You know, all of the symptoms that you're told you'll have during a heart attack, I was having them. And I remember being so, so close to dialing 112 and... Wanting to be driven to an emergency room. I did not know what was happening and the symptoms felt and probably were So real and from that time I just became extremely scared that it would happen again I had a lot of nights where I wouldn't sleep because I would be afraid that my heart would stop I was just engulfed by this fear of the moment where my next panic attack would happen. I remember I stopped going on trains without having someone who would be on the phone with me. I would always share my location. I was having a really tough time just doing things by myself because I was genuinely scared that I would die. Um, And I know that it sounds like an exaggeration and I'm not going to sit here and try to convince you of what I feel, but... If you ever hear of someone or you yourself are experiencing these things, please know that this is an actual thing and it's very, very scary and you know, you can go out there and get help for it and you'll learn a little bit more about how I've been doing that um, a little bit later. The last sort of thing that happened that led to me actually seeking help was when I went, it wasn't January of last year, but the year before, I believe. So January 2019, no, no, January of 2020, sorry, right before the pandemic hit, I actually went to New York and Florida by myself. I flew out from Amsterdam. And I went to meet a couple of friends there, but the first night I was in New York City by myself. So I stayed in this really cool capsule hotel. I actually documented the whole thing on YouTube. If you want to check it out, the link is in the description. But I stayed at this very cool capsule hotel in New York City, two minutes away from Times Square. And I was jet lagged and I was tired and I was intimidated by such a big city. I'd been there before, but it's intimidating when you're there by yourself. And I started having a bout of anxiety and I started panicking and, you know, at one point I even called the reception and let them know that if they didn't hear from me the next morning they should check in on me in case something happened to me, so... I ended up being on the phone with my boyfriend all night who had an exam the next day. Um, And, you know, eventually I met up with my friends and everything passed and I couldn't sleep. In the moment, it feels absolutely terrifying. And here's the thing, right? I've survived 100% of the panic attacks that I've ever had, obviously. But even knowing that, the prospect of one and going through one is completely terrifying. So after this point, I was like, okay, I probably should get help for this. I probably should sort of talk to somebody about this. But the thing is that I only thought that way when I could remember the fear. As soon as I forgot at least a little bit how scary that moment I just experienced was, I'd be like, Nah, maybe I don't need therapy. Maybe I'm okay. Because, you know, I looked it up and therapy was like 60 euros a session. My insurance covered, I think, 20 euros per session if You could prove that you were diagnosed with something that was chronic, and at that point, I suspected that I had anxiety disorder, but obviously I can't self-diagnose myself with that, right? So I was terrified that I'd go to therapy and not get diagnosed with anything, that I would just be told that I worry a little more than everyone else. I was really terrified of having my feelings sort of minimized and told, invalidated essentially, and told that they weren't real and that they weren't an actual thing. So... I go to therapy finally. At one point, I'm like, you know what? I need to do this for myself. I owe this to myself. And I met my now therapist, and she is honestly so, so lovely. She's helped me out so much. And there are days where I go to therapy, and I feel like I really need it. And there are days that I look at my calendar, and I see that I have therapy in the afternoon. And I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do this today. Funnily enough, those sessions are the ones that I make the most progress and that are the most productive because when I don't go into therapy with an agenda, with something I want to talk about, that's where my therapist has room to work with me and equip me with the tools I need because when you're in distress, you can't make progress. You can only be soothed. Something I've learned the hard way. So if you are thinking about going to therapy, and by the way, this is something that's very commonly sort of misunderstood, you don't need to have an actual diagnosed problem or, you know, believe that you have some sort of disorder to go to therapy. You could be completely quote-unquote normal and still benefit a lot from therapy. So if you have the means to go to therapy, even if you don't need it, I highly recommend you look into it because, honestly, it's been life-changing. That or getting a life coach, that could also help. Whether you go for therapy or a life coach, obviously depends on the reason you're doing it. And the thing I wanted to get at next is, if you are wondering what therapy feels like, there is this book I just read. It's called You Should Talk to Someone. I can't remember who wrote it, but I will leave the link for you guys in the description. And it's just this book about a therapist and her experience with therapy, and it gives you a very good idea of what it feels like to go to therapy, all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, all the awkward stuff, you know, going in for the first time, like, where do you sit? How do you talk to them? What do you say? How does it feel? The book covers all of those things really nicely, and I just read it even after I already go to therapy, and I think that it was an amazing sort of bird's eye view into the experience. So, If you're playing with the idea of going, I highly recommend. I, for example, kept my therapist from Belgium even though I'm now in Portugal because keeping the same therapist, especially if you vibe with them, is really, really important. And then the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is finding the right therapist. So you've made the decision to go to therapy and you have found a clinic that is either close to you or that your insurance, you know, covers, whatever it is. And you go in and have a conversation and there's nothing wrong with this person but you just don't vibe with them maybe it's their gender maybe it's their age it doesn't really matter what it was that put you off but something did going to a therapist has been compared a lot to like going to a therapist on for a first time has been compared a lot to going on a first date you have to be as happy with the therapist and the treatment they suggest to you as you have to feel like they are competent to do their job because they could literally be the most qualified person for the job but if you don't vibe with them you're not going to benefit from sessions with them you have to sort of respect who they are feel understood you have to feel like you can trust them my therapist said this to me the other day and it's so important she said you know this is your safe space to look into feelings and emotions you've had that maybe you wanted to dive into with someone, but just never felt like you had the right company, that you always felt alone to deal with these feelings. And if you don't feel that type of comfort with your therapist, it's a really weirdly intimate relationship, but not in the you know usual sense of the word intimate. And it can be very terrifying to be that vulnerable with someone. So if you don't get along with them, if you don't genuinely feel like you could actually be friends with this person outside of the office, actually, I feel like that's a good parameter. Um, Then you probably need to find somebody else. And there's absolutely no shame in finding someone else. And actually therapists quote unquote break up with their patients all the time if they don't feel like it's a good fit. Again, these are all things that are like covered in... The book so I highly recommend you look into it so the prompt I wanted to leave you guys with today and this was a pretty short episode is have you ever considered going to therapy and do you feel like you would benefit from therapy why or why not and I want you to ask this question now because I feel like if you're listening to this podcast right now you're in a good headspace even if you're not in a great mood you're probably taking some time to yourself maybe you're on a bus or going for a walk or sitting somewhere at home working but you're probably not very upset or emotional at this moment so it's a good opportunity for you to check in with yourself and sort of be curious about therapy and I highly recommend again that you look into that book because I feel like you might even just from the summary learn a lot so yeah that's your prompt for today guys as always if you like this podcast please 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 consider leaving me a review i will leave all the links that you guys need in the description so my instagram the podcast instagram my youtube channel everything and i will see you guys in the next episode bye thanks for listening to forget the norm and remember it's your life you're living after all